Welcome to Kava and Kettlebells, where we talk about kava, fitness, and life. Let's get kava-fied. Alright guys, welcome back to Kava and Kettlebells. This is Charles. Hey guys, this is Heidi. So if you tuned into our Instagram, you might have seen our Instagram live with Sarah. And we interviewed Sarah from downtown Kava in Punta Gorda, Florida. Unfortunately, our audio was a little off, so you can definitely go back to our Instagram and watch that. But we decided we were going to talk to Sarah again. Um, we're in a little bit of a quieter space and we're just on the phone with her. So we're excited to share this with you guys. So we, hey everybody, how are you? <laughs> and so Sarah, go ahead and introduce yourself and um, tell us a little bit about downtown Kava. Yeah, sure, no problem. Well, as you mentioned, I'm Sarah, and I'm uh, one of the owners of Downtown Kava. Me and my husband, Ryan, are the owners. Um, we've been in operation since March of 2021. Um, before that, we had never owned a bar before. I come from real estate in the legal world. My husband uh, came from FedEx, and we just decided it was one of those things. We kind of fell into our lap. Great space. I've been very passionate about Kava and Kratom for years, and it was just one of those things like let's just leave everything else behind let's just go full bore and we opened up downtown kava and we haven't looked back since so it's been it's been a wild ride so i'm super excited to share it with you guys that's awesome and that's uh that's a pretty big step coming from so it sounds like you two both kind of you know have pretty full-time careers and then jump yeah. into a kava bar so like was that exciting was it scary how did that process kind of look it was both, actually, and um, it, it's really great because my husband's pretty awesome about that. He's, I, I kind of like to think big, like, what can we do? What can we do to make things better? And he's kind of like, yeah, let's go. You know, I, I present the dream, and he's kind of logistics, right? So yeah. we're, we're a really good team in that way, and, and we kind of came – it's interesting how it, it came about because, like I mentioned, I've been using Kava and Kratom for years for, you know, medical ailments and things like that, and it's worked really good for me. I'm very passionate about it, and um, we've always talked for years about opening something. You know, I've always wanted to do something different, something creative help people and obviously you know utilize this this kind of um realm and we there's a the building that we're in it's a very iconic building in southwest florida it's the historic train station and i saw an article on facebook one day that it was finally becoming vacant it was an antique mall for years and i said to my husband i said oh my gosh we have to just go look let's just go look see what it is and then we'll go from there. Well, we walked in, filthy, it was this huge warehouse. It had never been a bar. It was literally like a freight warehouse sort of thing. I'm like, we love it. I love it. I have to have it. You know, this is perfect. And so we threw our hat in the ring. We sent in our letter of intent. And I said, they're never going to go for it, but we'll give it a try. If they accept it, then that's a sign and we have to do it. So yeah. we sent in our letter and no you know, lo and behold, we got a call back that they were accepting our, our uh, letter of intent and it was, we were ready to go and we could do what we wanted to do. And I said, crap, now we have to yeah, start. Yeah, now this is real. Now you got to go through so with it. We did every single day, November of 2021, oh, excuse me, November, 2020. Yeah. We, um, signed the lease every single day until March 11th. We worked in that place, making it what we wanted it to be. And, like bare bones minimum budget i mean we had very little to work with but we worked super hard and we had a really great group of people that helped us and 
we learned from and you know it just people couldn't wait for us to open the doors and then once we did it was just we couldn't have been happier with the um, response we received from the community from the Cobb community just the community as a whole and it's just been like I said amazing that's awesome I love that so are you guys from the area originally or when did you move to the area so we have lived here all, pretty much all our lives. We're both from New Hampshire originally, ironically, but um, he lived, he moved here and he was two weeks old and I was 10. So we've grown up in Punta oh, Gorda. Yeah, we have we've both lived in Punta Gorda our, our, pretty much our whole lives. We went to high school together. Uh, the high school we graduated from actually is three minutes down the road. We can walk oh, there wow. from a bar. And so it's, we're very centralized to everything and right in downtown Punta Gorda. So it's an honor actually for us to be right there sharing something new with the community but also introducing everybody to the history of what's made our town so so special yeah that's amazing i'd love to hear more about because it does seem like a close-knit community so tell us more about how like how were you welcomed when you did open the business well, it was interesting. So what we've done is we are, I mean, we are a kava bar, but we've also combined two other um, concepts. So we're also a coffee bar, tea house, uh, kava bar, and then we also have a dry bar. So we call it our sober speakeasy. So five o'clock at night, we reimagine, you know, your favorite drinks using alcohol removed spirits. Um, Kratom extract, kava extract, CBD extract, just creating that bar social scene without any alcohol. So um, we were really kind of apprehensive because it is kind of a drinking town and there's not anything like this in Punta Gorda. So we weren't sure if people were really going to be into it, but bringing the coffee in. And we figured, you know, the, the building itself is going to bring people in because they're going to want to know what's going on in there. And then they're going to try something new. And they've just welcomed us with open arms. I mean, we've seen so many people of every different, you know, background, every demographic, every age has comes through our doors. And they hang out and they enjoy each other. And it's a place for the community to kind of meet, which is what we've always dreamed it would be. And it just naturally progressed to be that beacon for people to come and enjoy each other and the space. So it's it's really, really cool how it's turned out for everyone. The community loves it. And that that's really cool. And I like how you hit on, um, you're kind of talking about like demographics. And I know last time we talked too, you mentioned that it, it, it's all ages, right? So mm -hmm. you have, you know, people even bring like their families or kids up into yeah. like people in their 80s. And, you know, Heidi and I were talking uh, last time about how, you know, we, we have two little girls and back in Tucson, we used to bring them to the Kava bar and they loved it. Mm -hmm. and it yeah. was awesome because you, like a normal bar, you obviously couldn't do that. Yeah, you, no. can't, you, know, you, can't, you can't bring your little kids. Our five-year-old on her fifth birthday, she, she asked to go to the Kava bar and no, no kid asked to go to the, the bar on their birthday. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's so cool because... Uh, and what I love about kava, like it's it's the community aspect, and yes. you know, when you drink kava, at least for us personally, we feel like you know it kind of brings on like a very positive mindset, yep. uh, that sense of community. It relaxes you, mm -hmm. uh, even too you know with the kratom and CBD also. But um, that that's that's the biggest thing I love about kava is that community piece, and um, it sounds like you all have a pretty good customer base, and also even yeah. the space itself um, being a historic location. Uh, sounds like you guys are kind of hidden from all aspects. Yeah, it sounds oh, like 
it sounds like people kind of go there for an experience. Yeah. It, it is. It's it's kind of turned into that where people want to come and check it out, but then it's now turned into, you know, they love what we're doing as far as serving and the product, and then they've just become super fans, and then want, they've come for the building, they've stayed for the drinks, you know what yeah, I mean? So it's kind of go. one of those things. and. And the way that we set it up, what I was very purposeful about it, my husband and I were both, because we were talking about, oh, should we have televisions in here? Should we not? And, you know, I said, let's just set it up so it, the whole place is set up like we have different living rooms and different dining rooms throughout. We have like 2,800 square feet. So it's a huge warehouse. So That's setting big. up the seating was, was, you know, tricky. You want to do it right. And I said, you know, let's bring back the art of conversation. You know, we're always on our phones. We're always on a device of some sort. Like, let's just have it so people have to sit down on a couch across from a coffee table from somebody and just talk like what when do people do that anymore yeah right and it's right and you don't and it's so cool I mean of course we have the bar too people can sit at but which will naturally bring a conversation you know but it's so cool like you'll see people from 18 to 80 even you know younger sometimes older talking and you, they've never met before but they've met at downtown kava and or they'll sit we have a huge porch i don't think i mentioned that last time it's about 40 by 40 oh, wow. porch as well so people just sit out there literally all day bring their dog their kids you know everybody and just relax and chit chat it's very very cool and i actually came across this article on facebook again like where would i be in life without facebook <laughs> and um it was about how they used to have in England, they'd call them penny universities, and that's what they would call these bars. You'd have to pay a penny to go in, and you would come away with information that you learned from just random people that you talked to. And I said, geez, it's kind of what we've got going on, but it doesn't cost a penny to get into the place, you know? So it's it's fun. You know, it's really yeah. neat what, what, what people are getting from it. That is. I love that. And we t Charles and I talk about this sometimes, how society, especially younger generation, it's almost like they're afraid to talk to people and like yes. they're afraid to talk on the phone they're afraid to introduce themselves to someone so I genuinely yeah. love that like I feel like society is missing that we definitely need more places like that so I love that that you're mm -hmm. you're seeing that just work um do you feel like it's a pretty even mixture of demographics as far as like age or do you have a predominantly younger or older crowd or what's the what's the demographic like that in that sense. Well, honestly, it really is a mixture. And of course, different times of the day. So we're open on the weekdays, seven in the morning to 10 at night and on the weekends, seven in the morning till midnight. So we, you know, our times change and obviously the later hours, you're going to see the younger crowd. Right. Um, in the mornings, we used to see the older crowd, but it's interesting. So we're now seeing a lot of young professionals come in. A lot of people are working remotely, of course, you know, after COVID and stuff. So they're finding they can post up at our spot. We've set up a couple of tables we call our tech tables where you can plug in oh nice free wi-fi yep people just sit there park all day long and drink and and do their their work networking and that's another really big thing we have a lot of realtors other professionals come in and people are actually meeting other professionals or potential customers and yeah you know it's a really cool like little hub situation we've got like a lot of flurry of different things and um but yeah, I mean, honestly, I can't tell you a specific age because we're really all over the board. It just depends on what time of the day you pop in. Yeah. And and so we we hit on um, like your kind of customer base, base a little bit. Sorry. Um, when it comes to actual like the the beverages that you're selling, do you mm -hmm. see more of the Kava selling or the Kratom? How, how does that piece look from the business aspect? 
Well, um, so obviously we just had end of the year. We're going over our numbers and everything. Our Kratom is our, you know, top dog, you know, by far. Everyone loves that. Um, our coffee got really big. Um, I think I mentioned this last time, but I added coffee kind of at the end right before we opened. I said, you know, I think we need to have more than just classic drip. You know, let's do espresso and other stuff. Everyone loves coffee. And And, um, we actually just got Best of Charlotte, um, best or finalist for Best Coffee in Cafe. And I thought, oh, my God, crap. Now we really have to sell good coffee. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a a total by accident, but a wonderful surprise. So um, we were just looking at our numbers, and Kratom is – Top top dog. Kava took a little bit of time to catch on in Punta Gorda, but now that it has, it's become a fan favorite. Our second runner up, and then coffee actually is our our, our third bestseller uh, besides awesome. the co- the kava and the kratom. So that's so, great. So, so with the kratom drinks, do you find yourself selling more of just like um kind of like the quote unquote like dirt tea, or do you have like certain mocktails that people kind of go for with the kratom or? Oh, yes. Well, we only, and I'm going to sound like a snob when I say this, but it's the truth. I'm really picky about Kratom, so I only like crushed leaf. I okay. don't, we don't sell powder. Yeah. Okay. And so, so, and we actually have like beverage dispensers. It's already brewed and it's kind of bubbling in there, you know, spinning away throughout the day. And so we do mix That's drinks. That's really cool. So, um, which is nice. Specialty drinks. I mean, you can get it straight if you want. Um, one of our biggest sellers is the sour strawberry, for instance, or um, one of them, and I didn't mention it last time, was our BB, I call it. Named after my sister, she this would be what she would order if she lived here. She lives in Tennessee, but we do a because um, we do booster shots of of kratom as well. You know, more highly concentrated little shots if people just want one to go real quick. Is that is that like so an we'll extract? Do, or uh, we'll do the uh, the kratom tea of choice, and then we'll do a booster shot in it, and then they get a booster on the side. So it's kind of like the high octane drink, and that one's a, a top seller. So oh, yeah, that, cool. sound, that sounds like a yeah. A freight sounds, train of Kratom. Sounds like a good like pre-workout mixture. <laughs> oh, yeah. You climb Mount Everest after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then if you get white, probably. Yeah, uh, yeah there you go. It's it's kind of cool. You know, it really, it's your level. You know, we have different different drinks for different people. You know, something for everyone, really. Yeah, we're, su- we're super into fitness, obviously. You know, that's what our, mm-hmm. our podcast is called. Do you guys have a pretty fitness? Do you have a large crowd that is oriented around that lifestyle as well? Well, I don't, I don't know too much about the fitness part. I know a lot of people are more health conscious, I would say. Okay. And I think that's why they're choosing to come to us versus going to the bar. A lot of people I've noticed in conversations that we've had, they've either been, you know, sober for a number of years or they just recently stopped drinking or for whatever health reasons, they're no longer able to drink. So the reason that they're coming for, I mean, other than, you know, to see the building or whatnot is they're they're trying to do a more healthy lifestyle. So we are seeing that a lot, which is which is really nice. So everyone's kind of like-minded in that way. That's awesome. And mm-hmm. so I you hit on the Kratom drinks a little bit, but I am curious like with the kava mm-hmm. um like how do you all like prepare it and also when it comes to your kava beverages, do you find yourself selling more of just like the traditional shells or is it kind of like the the mocktails with the kava that you see kind of flying off the shelves more? Well, we actually, we offer both, and so we brew it in-house, so uh, we have the Pony Ono blend, um, that's more of like an energetic relaxation, Yeah. and that's, I always, it's so funny, I'm like, I, I only usually carry what I like, and it's, I'm like, yeah. trust me, you'll thank me later, that's like what I tell my kids. <laughs> 
but it works. So like I, I would like to drink, I, I usually will drink kava during the day, but I don't like it to make me feel sleepy. I just like to take the edge off. Right. 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 And so, um, so that's my favorite blend. So that's our premium and we brew that in house and then we offer that in a shell traditionally, or we have other options for drinks, you know, we'll do like a kava latte or, you know, we do like an RD peanut butter cup, we call it. And, um, we can put kava in it. You know, there's all, we have so many different ways that we can add kava to their experience if they don't want it straight. And, um, and then we also offer, we call it our unleaded blend, which is our micro, which is obviously not the premium. It's just the micronized blend for, and we usually will give that as a sample for people who have never had it before. And, you know, you do the whole, you know, this, you know, this is what it is here. Take a sample. It tastes a little muddy, a little earthy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> your mouth will get a little numb. Don't worry. You're not having, you know, an allergic reaction. Yes. So, 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 so with that, do you, do you have like a lot of like first time Coverers come in the in the the bar or or how's that look like? Is it more like word of mouth, like people bringing their friends in, or it's a lot of both. So, um, especially being new to the community, our education is nonstop. I, thankfully, I have the most incredible staff, like you could ever, you know, that money can buy. They're the most wonderful people. They know so much about the product. They're very passionate about it. So you'll hear them all day long talking about the product and educating the, the pop, you know, our customers. So I told them, you know, once, once we open the doors, we're going to have a lot of people that don't even know, have never even heard of this stuff before. And so it's our job to, cause you know, that sometimes this stuff has a bad rap, yeah. you know, yep. there's been sure. a lot of bad press for it. So I, I want us to change minds and we can, it's how it's presented and it's how it's prop, you know, if, if it's done the right way, it, it can change minds. It can change lives, right? Like it has for me. So in any event, yeah, we have a lot of education for the Kava, a lot of first timers. Um, and it is word of mouth. A lot of it, um, social media has been a, a great um, avenue for us. And we've got a lot of press because of, again, the building. Um, people are just so excited about it. They want to know what's, we basically brought the building back to life, you know, yeah. had, never had more people in it. And so we've got a lot of free press from that as well. But yeah, the 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 word of mouth for sure. A lot of people like to talk about it and bring their friends, so which is nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, are you guys like the only Kava bar in the area? Is there much, um, you know, competition? I know Kava is pretty popular in Florida. How how is yeah. it like in your area specifically? Yeah, well, in Charlotte County, there's three of us, and so we are kind of in the South County part of it, on the south side of the river, and then there's two other kava bars on the north side of the river, and then in Lee County, which is just south of us, probably 20 minutes south, there's quite a few. There's a lot, and then, of course, when you go north to the St. Pete, Tampa, Clearwater area. Yeah, there's a um, bunch. There's a ton. That's kind of like the hub of Florida's, is that area for kava bars, and then, of course, the East Coast. So, Charlotte County, there's only three of us so um there is definitely competition but um we're we're kind of we're the only ones in Pentagorda. okay that's awesome mm -hmm. so you guys yeah. have you said the south side so yeah. you have that covered mm -hmm. nice. well it sounds like too you guys have that appeal like the, the the space honestly sounds like what probably attracts a lot of people yeah like the historic aspect of it and the the experience yeah. 
Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's really neat. And like you know, a lot of people will say, you know, once they come in and like I said, our bartenders are just so friendly and the customer base is so friendly. And my husband and I are there all the time. I mean, all, and we just had a baby about uh, five months ago. He's almost five months old. So Aww. we have a pack and play in there. I mean, it's like our actual living room in there. <laughs> like, I, hey, I remember the pack and plays. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, might as well. Do you guys but, have um, any plans to expand? Do you want to open up another bar? Oh, we would love to. Yeah. So, I mean, we named it Downtown Cava so we could really put it in any downtown. Um, obviously, you know, our love is, is kind of Gordo. You know, there's a lot more to do, a lot more to, to learn. But I would definitely, our, our long-term vision is to see Downtown Cava's across the country. That would be wonderful. Where do you think, um, so like, I, I guess like if you could, you know, say, hey, next year, this would be our next location. Like, are you guys looking at uh, inside of Florida or expanding to different states? Like, what does that kind of future look like? Well, I'd like to. Well, I think Florida is pretty well covered. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, and I, it's funny because we were just talking about this the other day. And I would, you know, expansion is definitely on the table. Do we want to be in Florida? I think I think Florida is good. I think we've hit Florida. You know, right. one only place I would want to be here is where we are. Right. So, um, you know, I would like to see us in another state that really could use a space like this, you know, and, and a, an experience like this, cause we really could recreate it because the building is great. Yeah. We could definitely do this same concept in another place and really, you know, make it a regional play, uh, a regional thing that is respectful to the, the history and the, the area that we're in. Definitely think we could do it somewhere else too. Y'all should look into uh, Alabama up here. Yeah, there's, uh, there's no, no cover bars. So Kava Bar is definitely is definitely like getting bigger, you know, across the yes. country. It is, yeah. Um, even like when we left Arizona, when we went, we lived in Arizona. We're originally from Arizona, but we were there. Uh, Charles was stationed there for about four years. There was what two, three Kava Bars in the whole state. Yeah. And then by the time we left, and now I think there's like seven or eight. Yeah, and there's a couple more opening that haven't opened yet. So. Yeah, so it's definitely getting bigger. Um, do you do you what are like, how do you see Kava expanding over the future, either, you know, in Florida and the nation? Oh, I definitely see it. And and also, too, the, it's it's the dry bar, you know, sober bar concept, too. And I think that marrying those two concepts is going to be kind of the future of the bars. I, and in my, my opinion, it, I think it's how it should be in, in my mind. It's worked for us very well. Because you're seeing even big places like New York City and in Denver, Boston, they're opening dry bars, mocktails, and but they're thoughtful and they're very well crafted. It's not just grapefruit juice and tonic water. You know, it's an actual beautiful cocktail that you're happy to drink and it's an experience. And mix, you know, getting kava and kratom and CBD in the mix, then you get to feel some type of way without any intoxication. So you're getting the best of both worlds, right? Yeah. yeah. So I definitely see that concept because that's what we're doing now with our you know our nighttime menu and i i would love to see that expand throughout the nation i think it will because i mean you look at i mean you going on anything now like tiktok and instagram facebook all i see now is you know rich the, you know the, the brand ritual you know um free spirits three spirits there's so many different companies coming out now with this alcohol removed um spirits and it's just becoming a movement 
I hope it becomes as big as I think it will be, but people are being really conscious of their health, especially after COVID, you know, and there's new reports now coming out that alcohol is, you know, causes cancer, which I think we already knew. And I know a lot of people my age, I'm 42, but a lot of people think the same that I did. Yeah, I've done all my drinking. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need my liver yeah. is fine. <laughs> you know, we don't need any more. But it's like, but but we want something else. We want that sociability. Like, where do you get that? And so that's where these these bars, I think, are going to come into play. So do you, that's where I see. Where where do you see like potential? Like, I guess like um like barriers of entry to like kava. You know, obviously like the taste. You know, it kind of puts people off. Mm-hmm. you know, a traditional kava, but mm-hmm. so even just let's talk about like kava, kratom and the also like, you know, CBD. Cause now, uh, because mm-hmm. of the hemp bill, you know, you can have Delta eight CBD in right. everywhere, right. Nationwide. So mm-hmm. where, where are some of the barriers you see people coming to these plants, maybe coming from alcohol and, you know, wh- whether it's like, you know, the unknown or like if there's like a stigma to it, like, what, how, what do you think about that? Yeah, no, I definitely see that. I mean, it's because it, it's kind of like how marijuana was what back in the 50s, where it was reefer madness, right? People didn't understand it. And so it wasn't understood. And so then speculation became prevalent. And then, uh, I, but I think in the age of the internet now, people are able to do proper, and if they're doing their proper research, really doing their independent research on this, they're going to see how it's so much how it's helpful right and so i think that's one of the biggest barriers that a lot of uh, that this industry is going to face is kind of like what i said before you know changing minds and changing the public opinion if they've already received bad information you know yeah and you know because when you first google it you're getting bad information i mean let's be honest so you know you're competing with that first search engine you know the first search that pops up you know and so and the nice thing is though a lot of people are willing to do that research and do and go further and find out is this really all as great as everyone says it is yeah it is yeah so (laughs) i think that's you know what it is and of course there's legislation different states you know it's illegal and and that's again changing minds they don't understand it you know and yeah And one thing that I think that people that we really love is like we kind of touched on is just the community. Like it's just a totally different community when you're, when you're in a kava bar versus a regular bar. And, you know, kava is meant to relax you, make you happy. Like you said, encourage you to talk to one another. Whereas when you go to a normal bar and you're drunk, you just get angry and agitated and cause fights. So I think that it just helps, you know, once you can just get people into the bar to experience yep. the community and then, yep. you know, just try the product, then they really, you know, I think you win them over that way as well, for sure. Oh, you totally do. And and I think it's also to creating a space where everyone feels welcome, right? So, yeah. you know, because especially like I've noticed, like the older crowd likes to come in. Okay, maybe they're coming for coffee, but they're trying kava and they're going to try Kratom and then they're going to go my knee has never felt better, you know, or whatever their ailment was. And holy crap, what is this? Why didn't I know about it? Exactly. Right. So, you know, I think that's another thing is, is, is creating those inclusive spaces where, you know, everyone is going to walk in the door and go, Oh, this is neat. Let me go in and check it out. 
you know, as opposed to like, oh, where is, where, where am I? You know, that kind because I've seen that in other, you know, I'm not saying anything, you know, but going into other kava bars, sometimes you'll see some older folks come in and they're like, well, where am I? And then they walk away, you know, <laughs> for whatever reason, you know, and that's, that's on them. But, but I think that's also something to be mindful of, you know, when starting a place. And I think especially with, I think more so with Kratom and just the fact that Kratom, you know, is, I mean, even north of you guys in Sarasota County, it's BAM. Um, here in Alabama, it's yeah. illegal. It's a shame because you do go on the internet and everything that's pushed out is, you know, it demonizes it. But sure. really, there's, it's not the boogeyman that people think it is. Yeah. And people no. won't think twice about, you know, taking a Percocet their doctor prescribes right. them. But oh, for a, sure. a plant, you know, that has so many benefits. Um, is demonized and it, it kind of goes back to like what you're saying is that it's the education and it's breaking that stigma and actually mm-hmm. getting people to try something because um, yeah. you know a lot of people they'll they'll hate on something or like yeah. you know people who like never like smoke marijuana they're like oh man that's this it's horrible it's bad but they've never done right. it so how, how can you speak to something right. if you haven't tried it yet Oh, exactly. And and to go back to what you're saying about, you know, they'll be happy to take a Percocet, but, oh, I'm not going to drink this tea. Yeah. You know, that's, <laughs> you know, it's, fine. it's like, okay. Well, and that's actually how I started using Kratom. I was in a really bad car accident in 2016. I was hit by a drunk driver and he hit me so hard it flipped my car. Oh, man. And so I had to like crawl out. Now I've been an athlete my whole life. Like I ran track. I mean, I was a sprinter, like always in great shape. And it like rocked me like I had such bad neck injury from that whole situation thankfully that's all it was I didn't have to go to the ER or, you know it wasn't in an ambulance that was up and walking but it was the aftermath which a lot of people when you get really bad whiplash and things like that don't realize you know you have a permanent downgrade now in your muscles and your connective tissue and your nerves and all that anyways so they the first thing that these doctors are doing, they're putting me on tramadol, they're putting me on gabapentin, they're putting me on whatever, you know, giving me injections, doing all of this. Nothing was helping. I was having these blinding headaches. And I'm a mother. I have two other kids besides the baby I just had. I was an active realtor. I didn't have time to be sitting on my couch, like debilitated, you know, like yeah. right. things to do. I have a life. And so I got so desperate after everything that we tried for couple of years I said you know this is ridiculous I got to find something else and I was always taking kava for you know anxiety I liked I could not take Xanax it just I just did not like how it made me feel and so um I said you know right behind kava is usually kratom and so I ended up finding you know a kava bar trying it and I remember talking to I always would have a headache always never go away some days it was worse than others and I had a, a red because the the person behind the bar recommended it and I said all right drink that drink another one talking to the person next to me and I said oh my god my headache is gone and it was the first time in the longest time I did not have a headache and I was like what is this stuff it's amazing where's it been my whole life you know and then that was it and so you know for me it's just like you said it's people are willing to take whatever's prescribed to them and you know rightfully so listen to your doctor obviously we're not physicians here right right but be open to other options because there are other options and those other options aren't going to stop you from living your best life. It's going to give you quality of life that a lot of these pharmaceuticals will not do. So I, I think that's I key because, um, you know, it's uh, obviously um, traditional medicine has its, its place in, you know, some of these painkillers and everything. But 
Um, you know, they, they can really take people's lives away. And as we've seen with the, you know, opioid epidemic this past decade, but, you know, something like Kratom and obviously there's different strains, but like you, you can still be functional yeah. on it. You can still go about your day. You can, you can work out, you can study, you can do what you need to, you can work. Um, right. where some of these other options, like they're not going to give you that. Yeah. I think what has been such a blessing for me is, and I think you can probably relate you know, as a parent, of course we love our children, but at the end of a long day, they can be kind of annoying. And so I feel like Kava has been so great at allowing me to be present with them, but be like, like handle them and yeah, be calmer be and have headspace. Yes. Like, and it's just helped me be, you know, control myself and just like be present with them, enjoy them and let them be kids and not be so, you know, like short tempered, um, yeah, I think it's just, it's a great, great, amazing product. <laughs> so I, Absolutely. Well, and also, I mean, to touch on more of what you just said, there's this huge mommy needs wine culture that we're living right. in right now, too. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I'm, I have no shame in saying that I had a big problem with alcohol for a long time because alcohol is okay to drink, right? It's right. okay. And it's, hey, I'm going home from work. It's no big deal that, oh, I drink a bottle of wine every single night, right? And it's one of those things. And it's like, all right, so you can't live like that for long, right? right? You have to eventually stop that. But, and it's really not cute. I mean, people drink, I have no, nothing against it. But at the same time, you know, society puts drinking on this pedestal and it's like, yes. but look at what, think, really think about what we're doing here. Yeah. Like you said, are you really present with your family if you had four glasses of wine that night? Probably not. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So, you know, this gives you, like you said, that alternative and you can be a functioning human being. And so, I mean, because I'm seeing so many people, like I said, my age, they're just tired of drinking. They're just tired of yeah, being intoxicated. Yeah, because it makes but you they need feel like, like shit. <laughs> yeah, you need to take the edge off, dang it. Like, you can't, like, because <laughs> that anxiety is still there. And that's what Kratom does to me. So many people had problems with pills and stuff because it initially started with a legitimate need, right. whether it's from an injury or whatever, then it snowballed into an addiction. Well, all right, now you've, you've, you're in recovery, but you still have that pain. What are you supposed to do? Take 500 to leave every day? Like you can't. So right. there's nothing, you know, you got to have something else to use. And it's, I wish just people would have a more open mind about Kratom. And I think as more places open up around the country, more people really see what it's doing i i think we're going to see a lot more um you know open-mindedness and acceptance of it yeah i hope <laughs> and kind of kind of going back on that community piece we talked about a little bit earlier i, I want to make sure we kind of hit on this because mm -hmm. um on the on our instagram live uh i thought this was pretty cool and really touch on how you all like interact with your community but um obviously the hurricane this last yeah. year right oh yeah was pretty devastating kind of and i know especially like down in naples which is south of y'all but um can i talk about how that looked because i know it almost seemed like you guys were kind of like a like a beacon um at some point you know for people to kind of go to and uh catch a break yeah we we definitely tried to well we were extremely blessed so the eye the eye of hurricane ian came right over punta gorda so we didn't know what to expect and the downtown area is very low so we expected fully that we were going to get flooding like big time i'm like the building's going to get go underwater that's just going to be the end of that well we were very blessed that none of that happened um we had 
very, very, very little damage. And when I say damage, we had a few shingles come off the ceiling or off the roof, excuse me, no leaking, no water intrusion, no wind damage. And three days after the storm, our power came back on. Now, a lot of people were almost a month without power, if not longer. So um, downtown Cabo was very, very blessed. Actually, on our Instagram, I had to repost it. I won't go into my whole social media saga, but um, I posted the moment that we had electricity. I did a video of our neon sign coming back on, and I remember I emailed, I texted it to our all of our staff, and they were like, "Oh Aww. my god, I can't believe it!" It was we're all cool. like very emotional because we're like family, yeah. And um, it was wonderful. So, anyways, the moment we had electricity, I said, "Let's go." We we opened the doors. People were coming in. Uh, we had air conditioning because there's no air people no air conditioning you think about what you don't have when you don't have electricity right right? there's no internet people had a home so people were coming in they were able to charge up they were able to get online get in touch with family members they didn't even have cell service half of these people they were able to make phone calls file their claims we were able to partner with um operation barbecue relief we brought in um dinners for people so people were able to have a hot meal and we did that multiple days um it was just so nice and when you were in our doors like inside the building we were all together it felt like normal for a minute you know chaos everywhere else but it felt like we were normal and it was very very therapeutic for a lot of us I know for me for sure but a lot of people thanked us and it was of course our pleasure I mean we we love our community anything we can do so yeah, that was a really, really special time for us. For no, that, sure. that that's awesome, and I mean, that sounds like you guys were a blessing for a lot of people kind of during that really bad time. So yeah, that's cool. that is so that's so great to hear. And like you said, you just the, you don't know the things you take for advantage the yeah. things that we have, and then when you lose it, you realize. Um, so that's so great that you guys seem to be that really great spot for the community. I'd love to know. Um, we'll wrap up here in a bit, but I'd love for you to talk to us about some of the the fun events that you do. I know you talked to us a little bit about, um, you said you're the queen of event throwing. So tell us a little bit of some of the events that you throw and what people can look forward to um, joining you guys. That would be great. Yes. I love, I love doing events to my demise most of the time because I'm always so stressed, but it's always fun. It always works out. That's all. um, That's honestly how Heidi used to be. (laughs) But um, recently we did, um, of, of course, our Halloween party was beyond epic we're in a hundred year old building so you know come party in a haunted train station it was a blast everyone dressed up it was mandatory if you don't dress up you can't come in and everyone showed up which is great so um and then we recently just did a casino night where we turned it into uh an actual casino with tables come gamble you know for for charity it went to the historic society and everyone dressed up Great Gatsby because, of course, 1928 was our building. That's when our building yeah, was built, so fun. it was perfect, fun. Um, and then up, upcoming, we've got our one-year um, anniversary party coming up. And then I've also got um, – we're doing the do-over prom. So if anyone had a bad prom experience, we're changing history. you got to dress up and then come, and we're going to do a whole thing. And, um, of course, we always do open mic, you know, the typical stuff we have – Bands come in. We do food trucks. Um, oh, we do trivia. Our trivia night is on a Tuesday, and we have a full house, packed house oh, every nice. night. It's wild. <laughs> trivia nights are always so, fun. Yeah. 
I love it. It's great. I'm, I'm like, Tuesday? Okay, great. You know, so, <laughs> you know, we always have something coming up. I did promise my husband, though. I'm like, no big, no, I won't have two big events in one month. I promise. I said that in <laughs> I'm both ready to lose it. So. <laughs> that's so funny. Gotta have a chill yeah. month. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds like so amazing. Um, you know, we've never been to the area, but I definitely, it makes me so excited to, to get down there. And if we do get down there, we absolutely will come see you guys. I yeah, love, I want to check it out. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, I'd love before we end for you to just let our audience know where they can find you um, in person, where you guys are located, and your social media as well. Sure, absolutely. Well, you're going to find us at the, of course, the historic train station at 1009 Taylor Road, right in downtown Punta Gorda. And, of course, we're downtown Cava. You can find us on Instagram at downtown Cava PG. And also on Facebook, Downtown Kava. Um, really quick about that, Facebook, there are two pages. I won't go into why we have two, but follow the one that has the least amount of followers. The other one I've locked out of for life, so we okay. don't go there. <laughs> don't get me started. Facebook and, um, jail. Yeah, that's how you can connect with us. We do have TikTok as well, but Instagram, Facebook, that's how you reach us. And, of course, we have our website, uh, www.downtownkava.com. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us again. It has been a pleasure talking thank with you. you, and we really wish you guys all the best. And we're putting it on our bucket list. We will be down there eventually, and we'll come say I, hi. Yeah, oh, we I hope so. I hope so. I'd love to meet you guys, and thank you so much for the opportunity to share our, our story and our, our place with everybody. Thank you. Absolutely. Of course. Of course. Well, thanks again, Sarah. Thank you, guys. Have a great time, and I'll hopefully I'll see you soon. You as well. 